1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. ctmobile.com. mobilecom Our man Brian Baldinger, nice enough to join us here at this
2: hour on Damon and Ratto. What's going on, Baldy? Damon, Ray, what's going on, guys? Happy New Year to you.
1: Happy New Good Year to you as well. Board. We are doing very very well. I'll tell you right now. It was a uh, dramatic week of football obviously, you know, starting on Monday night and the news about uh, you know, Demar Hamlin just grows better and better by the day, by the hour, by the tweet about his status and and that's a great thing. Uh, putting aside the human element of the story and just getting into the nitty-gritty football ramifications. What did you think of the NFL's multiple pronged solution to work around that now no contest
2: game? Well, you know, nothing was going to be a, a fair outcome, you know, after the game was uh, properly suspended and postponed. Uh, you know, and then, you know, we're right here at week 18 and there's a five week schedule in front of us with playoffs. And, you know, the one thing that's going to be really questionable right now is who is going to be the number one seed in the AFC, and that was going to be partly determined Monday night. And so there was no way to really play the game, play Week 18 game, and get ready for the postseason. So, you know, we'll we'll see how it plays out. It might just play out. I mean, if, I don't know, Cincinnati loses this weekend, or Buffalo trips up against the Patriots, whatever, it might work out uh, where Kansas City becomes the number one seed and, uh, and all that kind of stuff. But uh, we can still play this out a little bit to see if it would just fall naturally without even playing the game, and so that still might happen. It's a possibility, but I didn't see any other way. I mean, I played with all the scenarios, Damon. I didn't really see another way where they could play the game and get ready for week 18 and get ready for the postseason and everybody on a on a level playing field if we played it all out. So, I mean, we'll we'll see how it goes. But they made the right decisions from the very beginning. And that isn't always, you know, that's not always easy to do in real time uh, when something happens that has never happened before.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have anything important to say, so I oh, kept sure it off. Um, but since I'm being required to talk by my contract, um, how important in a, in a real way is a home field advantage between two excellent teams In late January. I mean, it's, you know, of the teams that would be impacted by this, all three have played in ridiculously cold weather traditionally in January. So is it much ado about not as much as we think? Or is it a huge deal?
2: Well, in 2017, the Eagles uh, had the number one seed, and they played Atlanta. Won on the final play of the game when Julio Jones, uh, you know, slipped in the end zone. With Atlanta could have won. They blew out the Minnesota Vikings and walked into uh, you know Minneapolis, the U.S. Bank Stadium, and beat the Patriots that day. I don't know if they would have done that uh, if they were on the road at any point during that. Um, it's not always just the AFC Championship game. Cincinnati went to Kansas City last year and they beat them. They went to Cincinnati. Uh, they went to Kansas City this year and beat them. Buffalo went to Kansas City and beat them. I mean, it's not a guarantee for anything, Ray. To your question, not a guarantee, but it is certainly. Uh, it's more fun for teams and uh, their fan base, you know, to host uh, playoff games and championship level games uh, to earn that right to go to Super Bowl. So there is some benefit to it from a fan base for sure. If they have to play the AFC Championship game on a neutral site, I mean, the fans lose out in that. But it's probably the best, uh, you know, best way to do it you know, to keep it even and fair.
1: Brian Baldinger with us on Damon and Ratto. You break down film, you study it all the time. When you look at Brock Purdy, what's the incomplete? What's the one box in your mind he has yet to check that makes you doubt whether or not, um, you know, the 49ers can, can honestly, you know, compete for a Super Bowl title, or is there even one that you've been able to detect?
2: I haven't seen one yet, Damon, honestly. I mean, I've been, I remember, you know, obviously he comes in for the Miami Dolphins and throws two touchdowns that day. The next game, uh, the next week, he makes his first start against Tampa. And I remember talking to to Debo and McCaffrey and and a couple guys, you know, before the game. And I just went through a checklist with the guys. And I just said, okay, this is what I saw. All right, you tell me if I'm wrong, if I'm off. You know, throwing the ball over the middle, extending plays, getting out of harm's way, deep ball, like all this stuff that you want any quarterback to be able to do. And they just went check, 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 check. And I keep kind of running through that checklist. Um, You know, there's a play early in the game last week against the Raiders where, you know, Max Crosby comes, you know, blazing free. And there's a breakdown of protection, and there's Max Crosby. And he makes a. You know, an instant dart decision to go right and completes the ball. And, you know, you go, okay, you know, can he, you know, like, it doesn't get a lot harder than that. You know, Max Crosby chasing you, and you make the right decision and the right, you know, exit. I haven't seen it, Damon. I haven't seen it. It could show up. They're down to the Raiders last week. They come back. Um, You know, overtime, you know, the drive, winning field goal. I mean, one throw to Ayuk after another. Uh, you know, 10 touchdowns in, two, in five games. I mean, you just keep going on and on and on. And then the whole way, he just does it with such poise and such calmness. You go, know, what would shake him up? What would the 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 caveat be where he can't, you know, he, he isn't there yet? Like, I, I haven't seen it in five games yet.
3: Um, let me turn the question on its head because I'm not trying to argue that you're supposed to see flaws when they're not there and i think you know his resume is pretty clearly that he's handled this well uh what are the differences between his performances and jimmy garoppolo's since the mccaffrey trade are there any
2: that well, the stats say, Ray, that they're almost identical. I mean, everything from quarterback rating to touchdown, you know, interception ratio, yards per attempt. I mean, you go through the measurables, and they're almost identical. It's kind of it's kind of scary. Um, so they obviously became not obvious, but I mean, they became a better team the day they made the, the deal for McCaffrey. I don't know if that was Week Six or I forget exactly what week it was, but they look pretty identical at this point. Uh, McCaffrey's made such a big difference in every phase. And it wasn't wasn't every game that he made a big difference. There was games where he got shut down, you know, running the ball. There was days where they didn't throw to him a lot. And then there were days where he just exploded. And I think he did it with both, both quarterbacks. So, I mean, just from the eye test says Brock looks a little bit more calm late in a route progression where you got to hold it, wait, 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 make the throw. Brock... Looks to me like he's a little bit better. The arm strength looks to be about the same, but you just don't see these balls flutter out of his hand the way sometimes it would late in the progression with Jimmy from time to time.
1: Brian Baldinger with us on ninety-five-seven. The Game. So any coach of the year conversation has basically revolved around three names up to this point. Sirianni, Dayball, and McDermott. Does Kyle Shanahan have a case?
2: Yeah. I think both Kyle Shanahan and Doug Peterson both have cases. I mean, you know, Jacksonville was the prohibitive worst team in football last year. Number one pick, the whole thing. They're in, they have a chance to uh, get themselves into the playoffs tomorrow with the win against Tennessee. Uh, and if they do, uh, they would have won five in a row. Uh, nobody, I think, could have predicted Jacksonville being in the playoffs, winning the division, the whole thing. But Kyle certainly does. I mean, anytime you get to your third quarterback, and that third quarterback is Mr. Irrelevant, he's a seventh-round pick, he's a throwaway pick, you know, late in the draft, the final pick of the draft, and he's guiding you after your first two go down. And anytime that happens, you can just say, well, it's Kyle, it's his system. No, nah, okay. The guy's still making these plays, he's still doing it, he's still being well-coached. Um, you know, they had a ton of injuries all over the place. Uh, Debo, you know, the latest guy to go down and star player, all that stuff. Uh, I think he certainly has. I mean, if they went out and they take care of business against Arizona and they finish winning their last nine games, and if things, who knows uh, what happens with Philadelphia and the Giants and some other stuff, um, you know, they, they could be a top seed in this whole thing. So I think Kyle is certainly um, in play to be coach of the year.
1: Is the scare that the 49ers just got in Vegas, in a weird way, good for
2: them? It is, but it also, it's not necessarily a scare. It's like, like nobody could have predicted Jarrett Stidham would play that good. But, you know, we saw Devontae Adams look like an acrobat in that game. We saw what Darren Waller is. Um, You know, we saw Hunter Renfro run whip routes that beats everybody in this business. We saw Josh Jacobs look like the reason why he's the number one, you know, the number one running back in football by a wide margin right now. They ran into a, a dynamite offense that hadn't looked like that all year, and it's—I don't know if it's a scare, Damon, as much as it is—it's a reminder of: when you get to the postseason, you get an offense that can just hum, you know, whether it's Dallas or Philadelphia or sometimes Minnesota or whatever it is that you see, like that's what's in front of you, and you can play excellent defense. For eight straight weeks in a row, and you could have all these Pro Bowl players on defense, and yet the ball comes out hot, you block up, you know, Nick Bosa one-on-one, all these things happen, and you could have a 34 burger put up on you like they did.
3: Um, let me go back to the not necessarily the coach of the year thing, but just as a as a philosophical matter. What's harder to do? Doing what Kyle Shanahan has done with three quarterbacks, or doing what Doug Peterson has done with the worst football team there is?
2: Uh, Jacksonville was in a bad place last year, right? Uh, You know, they had to completely overhaul that whole team, you know, with free agency, the draft, uh, some trades that they made. They had to overhaul the whole team. And then you got a new guy come in with a new system and a new staff and you got to blend it all with a quarterback that looked like he wasn't going to be, he looked like he was going to be a bust after how he played last year. That's, that's a, a monumental stride that that organization made, and they're a really good football team. I mean, they're they're winning in every phase that you're supposed to win in. I mean, it's 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 unbelievable. But I don't, I can't recall. I mean, like I'm not, I don't have stats in front of me, and you know all this history in front of me. But I don't recall a third quarterback leading a team into the postseason the way Brock is leading this team into the postseason, where they haven't slipped at all. In fact. They might even be better. Um, Put up 37 points last week on the road in a game where he had to score 37 to win. I can't recall a third quarterback coming in and doing that. And you think about, you know, what Trey Lance is supposed to be, Ray, right? Like, you think about, okay, this guy, two trades, number three pick, all this stuff, and you put him the whole offseason for him. And there's no Jimmy there in the offseason. And they're pushing him out the door and all that, I'm not going to call it drama, but call whatever you want. Like, he wasn't supposed to, to happen that way, and here it is your seventh round pick who probably was maybe your practice squad quarterback for most of the year, like looking like you know he's one of the forty nine er greats that's up in the ring of honor and the hall of fame and everything the way he's playing right now.
1: Baldy, let's wrap up with this because I know you're doing the uh, Jets and Dolphins game. Sorry and, about that. Yeah, really, it's it's not exactly the marquee matchup this weekend, but these are two teams that have very you know, I don't want to say perilous quarterbacking situations, but all of a sudden the Dolphins who really felt like this is the year that Tua came into focus, the concussion issues, you know, have taken him maybe out of focus in terms of being able to really count on building around him long-term. And obviously the Jets are just a mess at quarterback right now. Um, Who is actually better positioned? Tua, who you're constantly well, worried about playing his last snap, or the Jets, who you know maybe have an opportunity to wipe the board clean, and you know they can talk about how they're they're not giving up on Zach Wilson all they want, but the, the NFL might
2: make that decision for them. Well, okay, so I think the ball. Bo- I think both teams have to go into the quarterback carousel, whether it's the draft or free agency next year. I just don't see any way. That uh, that you can count on Tua at this point with his history, injury history at Alabama. The concussions are real. They were within weeks apart. Uh, I, you know, if I was Tua, I'd be very concerned. Uh, everybody wants to play, but sometimes you got to get out of harm's way. That's real. Um, they're starting a third team quarterback, I believe, tomorrow, Skylar Thompson, or Sunday. Uh, and, and I've been saying sort of tongue in cheek that maybe the Jets have just played this game against the Dolphins without a quarterback. You know, just put. Garrett Wilson back there and just you know <laughs> run the ball and you know just like literally like just get your steady t- team just quarterback wildcat you know, the hell out of Sunday <laughs> wildcat the hell out of Miami you know maybe that's the best bet I mean they have played four and none of them have been any good at you know except for Mike White and one or two games but he obviously can't stay healthy two years in a row you can't really count on him at this point uh, we'll see what the you know the midweek injury looks like to him but I'm been like. I'm not being facetious, but like maybe maybe that's what they should do. Maybe that's their best bet right now, because they have a lot of good pieces on that team. Um, but I, I just don't see how Zach Wilson, the way he has behaved, the way he's played, his lack of development. I just don't see how they can count on him to be the future at that position right now. And I don't know if there's anybody else in the roster that they can count on at this point.
3: Well, well they are see. getting close to playing no quarterback Sunday, because they're starting Joe Flacco. Oh, okay. Well,
2: I mean, look, you know, Joe, I I, I remember Joe starting a game against Miami either last year or the pandemic year. I think it was a pandemic year and I was doing the game and honestly, they could have had the ball a hundred times. They weren't scoring a touchdown. I mean, there was no chance. They put up three points that day and that was off a defensive turnover. They they literally had no chance of moving the ball down the field. Joe started this year. Um, You know, he, you know, I love Joe. Joe lives around the corner from me in New Jersey. He's got five kids. Like, Joe should, you know, go out in the golf course and take care of his kids at this point.
1: <laughs> Jets and Dolphins, both coached by former 49ers assistants. Maybe yep. Jimmy yep. Garoppolo has got a, a new address, uh, you know, Maybe. waiting for him in one of those towns when this year is over. Baldy, as always, man, thank you so much. I know we'll be talking to you throughout the playoffs, but as far Absolutely. as regular season goes, Always a pleasure, brother. Thank you for joining us.
2: Yep, you got it. Take care, David. See you, Ray. Take care.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.